Hey y'all, this is Confidently Free. And Mr. Cornerstone. And you're listening to another episode of the Becoming, Becoming One Podcast. So guys, we want to start off by thanking our loyal listeners. The people who have been rocking with us consistently, who have been intentional about coming back and listening to us. We appreciate you for that. Say her name, Jennifer. Yes, Jennifer, my girl Jennifer, she has been down for the cause since the beginning of this podcast. Jennifer, I know up, you're Jen? listening. Can I call you Jen? We, yeah, everybody calls her Jen. We appreciate you, like for real, like you don't understand. I don't think I've met her, but. You have. She was at my birthday party and she came to, um, was it the first baby shower? She was at the first baby shower. You've met Jennifer. So oh, if okay. I showed you a picture, you'd be like, oh yeah, duh. You I mean, know. I started following her, so like I know. I would recognize her now Mm -hmm. as Jennifer, but I just didn't know I met her before. Yeah. So, yeah, for people like Jennifer who listen on a regular, consistent basis, thank you for being a part of this community and joining these conversations. And we also want to say hello and what's up to the first time listeners. You didn't have to take the time out of your schedule and your day to listen to this episode of this podcast, but you did. We appreciate the shares and the feedback. You know, we're just trying to share stories and build a community here, folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, if you didn't know, you can find us on social media. We can be found on Instagram as well as Facebook at Becoming One Podcast. That's a numerical one. Becoming the number one podcast. You can, if you're streaming this on Anchor, actually leave us a voice message. Ask us any questions. Leave us any feedback. Tell us any stories that you want us to share that you just want us to know. You could do that or... You can also leave us a voice message on Instagram. Now, if you want to be old school and type us up an email, you can do that as well at becomingonepodcast at gmail.com. And as always, whatever platform you're streaming on, make sure that you like, you subscribe, you rate us, and you leave us a review. Yeah, yeah. Now, the real part of the podcast. Travis, how you doing? Uh, I'm alright. Mm-hmm. It's a long day today, which got on my nerves. It got getting on my last nerves, but I'm alright. I started going to the chiropractor. I gotta, you know, do some maintenance on my back. Cause I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping consistently. But the chiropractor cheaper than, you know, back surgery, which one mm-hmm. of my one of my friends did have to have back surgery this past summer, which is just like an occupational hazard of the type of work that we have to do. Uh, whether you're in the field or in the office sitting and standing and walking on hard surfaces. and It's just not good for your back. So, especially during quarantine, my back been giving me some issues um, with just all around. So, started going and we're set up for Two times a week. Yeah, twice a week. So, for the next three months, I'm going to the chiropractor twice a week. And hopefully they can, you know, fix what's going on. Shout out to Cepeda and Landris here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, they're not technically in Charlotte, but they're close enough. They're in Morrisville at yeah. the Growing Tree Chiropractic Office. Yeah, they did. They did. It's the same chiropractor that worked on Monet when she was pregnant. Um, they went to school with me, so they're pretty dope people. So we're working with them and hopefully they can 
fixed me up. So that with yoga and God. <laughs> so I don't like spending that money on myself, but if I don't spend it now, I'm gonna be spending more later. Mm-hmm. That's true. How you doing? I'm okay. Um, funny thing about eating healthy, y'all. Um, so of course, if you don't already know, I'm plant-based. Um, and I just, the foods that I've been eating lately, I don't think I really took into consideration the after effects, like the bloating or the, um, stomach cramps that they might cause. So I'm just, I've been very uncomfortable the past couple of days. Um, so I'm kind of, kind of back up off of some of those foods. I just not... It's just annoying. You just be out here trying to be healthy and the food be like, you tried it. I'm playing you, fam. It's not it's not happening. But between that and then, I'm really tired, y'all. So if I start yawning, you know, on this thing, I apologize. But I don't know what's going on. Um, I don't know if I just didn't get enough sleep last night. I don't know what the situation is. But overall, you know, um, the day was fine. And this week, to me, I mean, I know it's only, you know, it's not even halfway through the week yet, but it just feels like the days have been going by quickly. So overall, I'm doing well. Can't complain much, but I do want to share something with you guys. So I kind of got a revelation a little bit and Travis and I have talked about this before, but I think it would probably speak to people who may not have looked at it through this lens before. So I'll start from the beginning of my day. Um, this morning, before you know, we left the house, I made sure TJ's lunch was packed. And um, usually, if TJ remembers or if he has time, he'll pack his snacks or um, he'll tell me what he wants in his lunch. But sometimes, you know, it's just inconsistent. So I just make it and I pack it. And so put it in his bag, took him to school, whatever, dropped him off. So I picked him up and I don't know why I asked him this. I, I don't know what prompted it, but I asked him as, you know, we were in the car driving home and I said, did you eat all of your lunch today? And he answered quickly. He was like, yes. I was like, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. yeah um, so lo- I'm not even going to go through the whole conversation, but the, the long or the short version of it is that um, he actually had thrown his food away. Um, so he ate, I think it was, um, not Cheez-Its, but, um, goldfish crackers. He ate his goldfish crackers. He ate his apple. But what I also put in there was a small, it's a slider. It's a, a vegan chicken sandwich, but it's a slider. So it's really small, perfect size for somebody who's, um, not age, but somebody of his, um, Mm, what, what am I trying to say? Size. Not size, but appetite, appetite. Um, and so he said he threw it away. So I'm, I'm digging further at this point. He basically told me he didn't touch it. He didn't eat it. He didn't take any bites from it. He literally took this untouched sandwich and just threw it in the trash. So I'm asking him questions, trying to figure it out. He's not really giving me a direct answer. So then I just was like, okay, I got quiet. And I just started thinking. And I'm like, why? Like, I'm really trying to reason with myself. Like, why would he do this? Like, why would you waste food like this? Because I had already had a conversation with him prior and said to him, if there is food that you don't eat for your lunch, just put it back in your lunchbox. Um, and he had basically told me that he didn't know if his teacher wanted him to do that. So he just threw it away, even though I had already told him that I wanted it back in the lunchbox. So 
I'm sitting here thinking to myself, how can I rectify the situation? Because if there's one thing about me is that I cannot stand throwing food away. It makes my skin crawl wasting food. I just I don't like it. And um, so I'm sitting here trying to figure out, like, how can I rectify this? Do I just put less food in his lunchbox? Do I just put other kinds of food in his lunchbox? And then it dawned on me, Travis. I think the solution to the situation is to just let him do it. But you know why I often don't do that? Just let him do it? You know what it is about me? What you mean just let him do it? Let him do it. I already told him, I said, I don't know if you fully appreciate what I do in terms of making and packing your lunch. So you're going to do it now. You think the issue is him appreciating you packing his lunch? I think the issue is him not having a say. Because... If you ask him, like if you on any given day, you ask him what he wants to eat. Nine times out of ten, he will like swallow up that food, gobble it up. It doesn't take him 45 minutes to an hour to sit and eat. Most of the time. And so I said, is this one of those situations where I decided it would be, if I wanted to get the situation done, I would go by myself or do it myself to get it done fast instead of working with him knowing it's going to take a minute but him being able to develop a skill of independence so it it reminded me of that notion if you want to get somewhere fast go alone but if you want to go far go together yeah this is the first time that i'm hearing any of this but uh from me to you if i were you i would do some more digging Mm -hmm. before you just label it as it's the issue is because he doesn't appreciate what you're doing or that he doesn't have as much of a say mm-hmm. i would talk to the teacher really find out, yeah to find out what well, we do have conferences coming up yeah so what type of environment is the lunch like what's going on what is he doing mm-hmm. because we know that tj will sit and just stare but sometimes he doesn't though but for the most part he just sits and stares mm-hmm. or if he's with his friends he's probably just talking mm-hmm so if he's depending on the type of environment, he may just run out of time and have to throw it away. Not that he doesn't want it, but lunchtime is over. Like they can't just sit and wait for it. Correct. But you're throwing away something you didn't even touch. He like when I asked him, did he touch it? Originally, I was trying to get get the point of did you touch the food? Did you touch the sandwich? He said yes. But what he was trying to tell me yes to is that he touched the the. Ziploc bag that it was in. He never even took the sandwich out of the bag. So what? I mean, that's what they did in what pre-K. And when they finished stuff, they threw it away. Right, but you didn't like. Maybe it's just in my mind. Again, I'm an adult, so I can think abstract, and he's not there yet. In pre-K, yes, that makes sense because this is food that they brought into the room, put on the tray. Okay, lunchtime's over. Throw it away. As opposed to, I brought this from my house. I didn't eat it, so my mama told me to put it back in my bag because I didn't eat it, so I'm gonna put it back in my bag. There's no difference for him. I I just said maybe it's because I'm an adult and I can understand this abstract concept. Yeah, that he it ain't makes there sense yet. to us, but to him, he doesn't know the food costs anything. He doesn't. Well, he knows it costs something, but mm-hmm. he doesn't understand value Mm -hmm. so he doesn't understand cost he doesn't understand that this takes time and you're putting in thought and effort he doesn't understand any of that so he doesn't really care about any of it Mm -hmm. to him there's food in his lunchbox Mm -hmm. that's it Mm -hmm. so it's not it's not 
like extras. No, so no. I was making it deep. I really thought that I was. I was like, man, I'm just. I just ain't been including teaching. I just need to include them, and maybe this will. I was just being too deep. Is that what it was? Yeah, man, I thought it was really on to something. I mean, that. go to go to TJ's mind. Like when he when you sit down, he cares about food, but he doesn't care about food. It depends on what it, what the food is. No, it doesn't. He doesn't care about any of it. It tastes good, but he's not like a oh, it's 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 lunchtime. You know what I mean? That's not that's not his personality, mm-hmm. and it never has been. He was, it's cool. He'll sit down. He'll eat lunch with people. He'll talk with people, but he's more of people person. Like he wants that attention. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm gonna watch this beeping. I thought I he wants that out. attention. So goodness, more than I'm so sorry. I. So, so sorry, if I were guys. you, I would dig a deeper into that and not just go off of his say. And then for another reason is he doesn't know how to explain anything. No, he does not. So he all he does is just talk and then he'll say the same thing over and over and over again and give you no real information. So you're going to have to go into his mind during lunchtime. And what would you want to be doing when you're at school with your friends and you're going to have to go home to, you know, split attention well this is what i thought this is why i thought it was a a notion of maybe i just need to include him because i remember when i was a kid and (laughs) i remember my mom would tell me or say something along the lines of me throwing my food away or something and i'm like huh she was like i know you be at that school throwing your food away so i legit thought my mama had somebody who worked there who she knew who was telling her that i was throwing stuff away I was literally asking like these lunch ladies. I'm like, do you know my mama? And she'd be like, no, baby, I don't know your mama. So I'm like, who, who do my mama know? And how does she know I'm throwing food away? Like, I remember I would go into my lunchbox and be like, a bologna sandwich. I don't want this. And I would just throw it away. <laughs> so I was thinking, I was like, I know I wasn't involved in packing my lunch back then. So maybe that's what it is. It's not hard to tell. It's not. Like I don't know if you still know. Yeah. Like, are you holding on to those stories or whatever? Like, do you do you know how your mom knew you were throwing the stuff away? I don't, cause she was always at work, so I legit did not know. Your mom knew you, so she could probably tell when you were throwing stuff away. She worked second shift. She didn't see me, so how would she know? She knows you. No, I don't, she don't. Like, I'm I'm at work. I don't see them for much of the day, but mm-hmm. I still know their workings of their brain. But I'm just trying to figure out how she would know that. Like, how do you know I didn't eat it? You, cause you, you like, it's, it's like a second sense and you, <laughs> right? You're like, I don't think that she, and I guarantee you this is what your mama did. I don't think that she did because another thing that your mom does is she'll say something and she's fishing. She, she doesn't, fishing. she doesn't really know, but she thinks she knows. So she fishes. So you throw that, throw that bait out there and just based on how you respond, now I really know. Oh yeah, she does. So that. she knows you. So she gets an inkling, or she'll think she knows something, and then put some feelers out to confirm what she thinks she's feeling. Okay, it's the same with TJ. You think so? It's like you have a suspicion. Like I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if. Well, let me put this. Let me put this bait out there. And kids, they mind isn't that complex to mm-hmm. be able to understand that they're being baited, so they catch it, and then you see. You know what I mean? Like we know that if TJ is. Uh, not telling the truth, then his first response, the way he responds the first time is the tall tale sign. Am I saying that right? Tall mm-hmm. tale? The tall tale. Oh, no, tale. the telltale sign. Tell, 
What? Telltale. I don't know what that is. Google it. I'm telling you, it's telltale. It's the sign that he's lying. Like, uh, what was that on Lovecraft Colony when they said if they answer too fast? Was that Lovecraft or was that something else? It was, but I don't know if it was answering too fast. I think it was some. some uh, no, it was because he said you had to lie ready already. It we, was that I show. Think we were watching a different. I think that was a different movie. Was it? That was a movie that we watched Sunday. Oh, it was um, uh, Queen and Slim. Yeah, is that where that's it was? Queen, it was Queen and Slim. Yeah, if you answer too fast, he had got the lie ready to go. Mm-hmm. But with him, it's like if he answers too fast, it just means he didn't think about it. Right, and I've on occasion told him like I'm about to ask you something. I want you to just sit and think about it before you give me an answer. Right. Don't even say nothing. So a lot of times you have to, and it's kind of like when you say, huh, like I'll ask you a question, you'll say, huh, but you heard me, Mm -hmm. but you, it's like, you just needed, you just needed some, some words to come out your mouth. Huh? I almost consider that like, I'm acknowledging the fact that I heard you, but because it's so automated, my mouth doesn't say, hold on, let me think about it. It's just, huh? Oh Yeah, yeah. That's the same thing with him. Like he doesn't even consider it, think about it. At all, it's just they're looking for an answer. I'm going to give them an answer. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing. Like with him, you you get an unction, put that feeler out, and you were right. I really, I, I man, I I didn't feel like I was being deep with this. No, it ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to I'm do like, with you. Man, I need to include him in more things. No, that's that's another part of that. You know, you feeling bad for nothing. Because well, it ain't got nothing to do with you. I just was thinking, I'm like, because for me, I just sometimes view myself as not the greatest teammate or partner or um, member of a group to work with. Because I will oftentimes get like tunnel vision in terms of just let me do it. Because I can just, I, if I just do it, just I'll get it done. As opposed to, all right, y'all, we about to split all this up. So in my mind, I was thinking... If I don't include him in this lunch making situation, I can just hurry up and do it and then it's done. As opposed to, all right, now I need you to go get this and then wait for him to come back with it. All right, now I need you to go get this and then wait for him to come back with it. All right, you now just you need gotta, to do this. You just got to play your role. Like, you you know, the, the did you know the Lakers just won the championship? You do that. So the Lakers just won the championship. I just wanted to throw that out there because LeBron got another ring. LeBron James? Shout out to LeBron. Anyway, the Lakers just won their championship and every single player on the Lakers squad got a ring. Mm-hmm. Not everybody played. Right. Right. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo from the Greek Freak who plays with Milwaukee, his little brother was on the Lakers team and he also got a ring. I don't remember one game that he played in this season, <laughs> but he was on the team. He did his role. I'm sure he was doing something, you know, for the bench, you know, giving energy, that type of thing to the team. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was doing something, but he's considered a champion yeah. because he played his role, right? Which he was hyping up the people who were actually doing something? Whatever it was. I don't know what he did because, you know, I'm not on that team. Mm-hmm. But he played his role. So you might have, like, your strengths or you might be able to go and do and take care of stuff. But if you start to interfere with other people's part, then you're messing up the team so it's not about it all getting done it's about everybody being able to play their role mm. not like staying in your lane but kind of like staying in your lane no it is staying in your lane well, exactly. staying in your lane sounds so mean stay in no your it's lane. not stay in your lane 
and stay out of my way. See, stay out of my way. Yes, stay out of my way. If we're driving, that's what I mean. No, it doesn't. Because if we're driving and you swerve over into my lane, what what's meter? You swerving over into my lane? We go at seventy miles an hour on the highway, or are you staying in your lane and allow <laughs> me to go my speed? I'm just saying the way you said it sounded. You know, no, the person that's swerving in and out of traffic, brash. That's the one that's me. Stay out of my way. And the, the the reason why I say that is just because there's things that have nothing to do with you. Yeah. So you putting it on you doesn't fix what needs to be fixed, or it doesn't. It takes attention away from what's actually going on because it has nothing to do with you. It's about him. And what he has going on, right? Or like today when I got done working, I was done working. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna decompress. Mm-hmm. And then you asked me. You said you had a meeting, and then you said uh, leave Leah down here. And I was, and I just, I don't know if you saw it or not, but in my mind, I was like, okay, just shook my head. And then you said, well, Travis, why aren't you talking? Travis, what did I do? What did I say? Are you annoyed with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, Monet, I just got done working. And you know what I was thinking? When you finished working and you just needed whatever this is. I'm doing something with my hands, but I can't really put words to it. Um, I wondered if that was the same thing as like, there's too much going on right now. Like you had a lot of stuff going on in your head and you're trying to just like shut it all down little by little, like you, a computer that turns off. No, it's not, it's not there's too much going down on. I'm just, I've been answering questions. I don't want to answer like every, it's like when you, if I've been answering questions all day, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, starting from the time I wake up mm-hmm. and th- it's a different type of question at my job. Now, this stuff is complicated, right? Usually, I have the time to drive home. Yeah. Switch from work mode to family mode. Mm-hmm. Now I just have the stairwell. Yeah, that was that was insensitive of me. I wasn't being considerate or mindful. But what that. what I'm saying is, it has nothing to do with you. What doesn't have anything to do with me? Any of it. So, like having that thought in your head that. Like he's annoyed with me or I am in the way or, you know, why isn't he yada yada. It has nothing to do with you. I'm letting go of my work and switching into home mode. Like, Mm -hmm. let me go through what I need to do. Mm -hmm. It has nothing to do with you. Well, you know, the more we talk, I'm like, man, I I must be very arrogant or something and just don't know it. This is (laughs) terrible. I mean, do you understand what I'm saying? I do, but I, like, just to to make it a little bit more clear, I don't, for people who don't know me, I don't really go through or about my day thinking that everything revolves around me as bluntly as the idea sounds, but there has to be something somewhere in my subconscious where I think that I play such a um vital role in everybody else's well-being that if i do something or if i don't do something then suddenly everybody else's day is just thrown off completely i wouldn't look at it like that i would because so you have a lot of your mother's tendencies as far as how you express care Mm. okay i'm listening but 
though you have a lot of your mother's tendency as how you express care, you have your own tendency of the amount of care that you have. Okay. Right. So a lot of yours is, I wouldn't call it like offhanded care, but it's like you're trying to figure out what to do. Mm. Right. Like I care. So I want to make it better. I want to make it better. I want to make it better. Mm-hmm. Right. But again, if you just stay in your lane and play your position, right, then it'll be fine. Mm. So it's not about, you know, there might be some level of arrogance there. You know, just, I mean, we probably all have it somewhere. So there might be some level of arrogance there. But I would more so say it's the level of care and it's more so learning how to care for your family properly because, and I'd say this all the time, if you actually care for somebody, you would help them get what they want and need, even if it doesn't look like you want it. That's, oh, okay. So that's something else that I was thinking too. I said... Even though you're telling me that this whole TJ thing has nothing to do with me, this concept of if you want to go fast, go alone. And if you want to go far, go together. It, it brings me back to that whole conversation we were having about Aaliyah. Right. And how we were talking about um, if I were to pump and do this and do that, it would create more work for me. Right. But the eliminating more work for me is equivalent to the whole going fast notion. And me putting in extra time, energy, effort to allow the experience to be more inclusive for you would have been that going far. Right. Equivalent, which is the aha moment that I got today. I was like, dang it. This is what he was talking about. (laughs) (sighs) I'll be getting stuff like five years later, y'all. I'll be like, you remember when we had that conversation and you said this? Guess what? He'd be like. That was like a thousand years ago, Monet. But I'm yeah. glad. I'm glad you finally understand. That's good. But I mean, just because, just so for some context for that, for me, the way I think is, I'm always setting it up for it to be easiest overall. Even that mean, even if that means hard right now. So, uh, the last, I think it was two episodes ago. When was Aaliyah's episode? Two episodes ago, I think so. Mm-hmm. So when we talked yeah. about Aaliyah, and it was. Like I rec that was Monet's decision. She felt bad. It wasn't all Monet's decision. It was our decision, but Monet led that, right? So she felt bad that she made an executive decision that ended up making me feel the way I did. But uh when I'm saying these things, there's a lot of times where I make Monet feel a certain way as well. So either I'm doing a horrible job of explaining. No, you're not. But what I'm what I'm saying is when I'm making these decisions, I'm thinking ahead of time. Mm -hmm. Like, how is it going to be best? Like, this might be more work for you now, but six months down the line, nine months down the line, it'll be less because it'll be spread out evenly. So if we stay on the Aaliyah's right Like it would have been more work for you for those months up till now, right? So six months, nine months, whatever it was. But then after that nine months, it's like it, it, it just all dissipates into 
both mm-hmm. instead of you know her being like attached like if yeah. you're if you're here in the house until Aaliyah if you're not in the house right mm-hmm. when you leave in the morning to go drop TJ off until Aaliyah sees that you're not in any other room any other rooms here she's going to scream mm-hmm. right so after you leave I take her downstairs I show her see she's gone the car is gone there's nobody in the bathroom. There's nobody in the laundry room. And she's not upstairs. She's gone. And then she's fine. I did not know that. Right? Mm-hmm. But if we would have started off differently, yeah. then it would have just been, you know, it's, you know, oh, you're here. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that I don't think that Aaliyah doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. I think that she has just a preference. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like. Her preference is like if if you were to like somebody, mm-hmm. right? There's this I don't know. Say you have two two guys available to you, mm-hmm. right? One is like, yeah, this is it. This is it. You know what I mean? But if he goes off the market, you're like, oh, this isn't bad. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> you know more I mean? along the lines of like when people have that quote unquote favorite kid. I love you both, but you're a little bit more cool than this one over here for the moment. Yeah. Well, for me, it's it's more like like you are it for mm-hmm. Aaliyah. But if you're not here, it's like oh, okay, well, he'll do. Yeah. So, uh, that's just just the, the type of thinking and how I set everything up. But that's part of again, that's part of my strength. I know we talk about strengths a lot, but I have to know how you think. I have to know how TJ thinks. I have to know how Tara thinks, and I and I still have to know how Leah thinks. Yeah, that's why I'm I'm able to even in where she's at when you're not here, I'm able to kind of get her in the space that I need her to be in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I don't even know how we got there. I brought it up. We were talking about the we started off with the chicken slider, and then you said it ain't got nothing to do with me. And then we started talking about that if you want to go fast, you go by yourself. If you want to go far, you go alone. And I was like, it's just kind of like the Aaliyah situation. Yeah. But, yeah, I have a, a challenging time figuring out how I think, let alone trying to decipher how everybody else thinks. Which is why I really thought the whole chicken sandwich thing was like, oh, I just need to include them. Because I remember throwing food away through whole bologna sandwiches. Wait, anybody want that dry mess? They literally just would give me like a piece, two pieces yeah. of bread with a piece of bologna. I mean, again, it's not huh. about you. Yeah, I know. But I was thinking, I only thought that because a lot of times you will say, you are TJ and TJ is you. So I'm like, well, let me just think about how I would think about it. If I was, if TJ is me in a child boy form, this is, this must be what it is. And that's, well, I mean, but like, I let's, but let's dive into that a little bit though. Mm-hmm. Like dynamic thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Is this environment here the same that you grew oh, up in? No. So, you, no. so there's no way that, you could place your exact thought on TJ. I tried. It doesn't work, it right? Doesn't. You know what I mean? Like you have to think about like you would be a completely different person if you grew up in this environment. Mm-hmm. Your thought process would be different. How you think, what you think, like your attributes, who you are at your core would probably be the same, but how those are displayed would be different. That's not me. That's me. How those are displayed would be different. Mm-hmm. So for TJ, it would be a, uh, you know, it's this like Monet mm-hmm. in child form, but in a different environment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you put you, if Monet grew up in the jungle 
at her parents' house or here, like in our house, you will get three totally different versions of Monet. Yeah. Probably with the same characteristics or core values, but all of them would be displayed and used differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this, the one in the jungle would be more survival tactics or whatever. The one at your parents' house would be you. And then the one here, I don't know, maybe would be more... I don't, I don't know what whatever TJ's going to end up being. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But it'll all be different. And TJ's going to eventually, and I think he started to, but he's going to branch out into his own thinking. And he's started that process already. Mm-hmm. So he's going to branch out into his own thinking, his own way of doing things. Right now, he's been a mini you, but won't be for long. No, you're right. It won't be. Well, I need to, um, I think, I think I just need to, I won't say pay attention more because sometimes I'll be paying attention to the wrong stuff. I'll be like, it'll be a whole building. And I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this little brick here at the bottom. And then somebody be like, well, what color was the door? I don't know, but let me tell you about this brick that I saw. So it's not necessarily that I need to pay more attention. I think I just need to start looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, get out the weeds. It's it's just so easy to be in the weeds. It's like, oh, look, a dragonfly. Come look at the dragonfly. And you're like, but you're rubbing your leg against poison ivy. Yeah. No, for... And it's it's not, again, I don't think it's too... I wouldn't put too much negative connotation on it. You need people in the details, but you need people outside, you know, looking at everything. Mm-hmm. I'm just more mission and goal oriented. So I have a mission and goal for them. So, you know, I think that plays a part. Yeah. That's good stuff. Well, y'all. Um, just remember, it's not about you. It's not about me, and nor is it about the chicken sandwich. Which I really really thought it was it is about tj which we're gonna have to have a conversation i'm gonna have to have a conversation with him about because i ain't working all these hours to buy food uh to be thrown in the trash and i if he ain't gonna eat then uh he'll drink water at school he he would get home well i was just thinking i'm like maybe and i told him i was like if we need to just go down and put a piece of fruit in a granola bar because it's not like he's not gonna eat again they get two snacks a day he's not gonna starve and he eats breakfast before he leaves so, yeah, but that's something that we'll just we have a conversation about that later. So, y'all, said all that to say, okay? This is Confidently Free. Hey, Mr. Cornerstone. And you just listened to another episode of the Becoming, Becoming One, One Podcast. Podcast. All right, y'all, be easy. Peace.